This is it. This is the intro. It's episode six of Claire's Business Research Methods podcast. I'm your host, Claire Lawandi. Today, we're going to talk about standard deviation as well as content analysis. All of the sources for this podcast can be found in the episode description notes. They're coming from Pamela Schindler's 2019 textbook, Business Research Methods. An APA citation will be available in the notes, just like I said a few seconds ago. Let's get into it. Okay, so if we were to ask my work associates, friends, and family members, what are your career aspirations for the next five years and collect these open-ended responses, we would want to do some content analysis to understand these responses and kind of aggregate this information. There are four types of content analysis, four basic units um, uh, per what Schindler says in her 2019 textbook. Um, The four basic units are syntactical, referential, propositional, and thematic. Um, I got 10 different responses from people and I decided to analyze them by a theme. Um, I can say that two of the responses about career aspirations, uh, people indicated that they wanted to pursue education. Uh, Four people indicated that they wanted to continue in their current position. Two people indicated that they wanted to continue in their industry, but move into a different position. Um, Four of the respondents said they wanted to leave their industry that they are currently in. And then one person considered not being in the workforce in five years uh, time. So yeah, if you add up all of those numbers, you'll see that some of those, uh, um, the number of people in each of those themes uh, sums to more than 10, but that's because, you know, for instance, one respondent might want to pursue education and continue in their current career. So that is thematic content uh, analysis. And that's a good example to get you started on that. Okay, so here's the scenario for our second question. You're curious about whether the professors and students at your school are of different political persuasions. So you take a sample of 20 professors and 20 students drawn randomly from each population. You find that 10 professors say they are conservative and six students say they are conservative. Is this a statistically significant difference? So we know from Schindler's textbook that this data is nominal. Because it's nominal, we would use a non-parametric test because we're measuring both professors and students as well as whether or not they identify as conservative. I would assume that the survey asked them to identify their political leanings and gave them other words besides conservative, such as progressive or libertarian or something like that. Um, The appropriate test for this survey or for this sample would be the chi-square test in order to understand if it's significantly um, statistically significantly different. Uh, the answer is that it is not, it's not statistically different from the main, uh, group. Statistical significance usually refers to an estimate of the probability of the data you would have be observed if the data were totally random. So, um, you can kind of, it's kind of arbitrary. Statistical significance is, is slightly arbitrary. Um, but the conventional threshold would be 5%. So 
this is not statistically significant. Woo. Okay. That's it. That's statistical significance. <laughs> Y'all, I am out of breath today. I don't know why. Possibly because there's a fetus growing inside me and he's compressing my lungs. Who knows? This has been Claire's Business Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Lewandi. Uh, all of the sources for my information can be found in APA format in my uh, episode notes. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.